one of Fish Cast. Corey Long, Charles Fishbine here for you. Spencer Rattler got benched last week when Oklahoma was struggling uh, against Texas. They brought in Caleb Williams, a true freshman, five-star quarterback prospect out of the Beltway. I think he's out of Washington, D.C. I think he went to Gonzaga High School. Caleb Williams came in, just did all kinds of stuff. You and I were texting, and it was like, whoa, this guy's got that it thing. This guy, like, you know it when you see it. Caleb Williams had it. He leads, uh, you know, he helps um, Oklahoma rally to a victory. And there was a big question about what was going to happen this week. Well, what happened was Caleb Williams got the start. He threw for 295 and four touchdowns in a 52 to 31 victory over TCU. He is now the starting quarterback, which is, you know, it's it's, it's just unfathomable to think of given that Rattler started the season as a Heisman front runner and a potential first round pick. You and I both thought he was a little overrated in both senses. Um, I think right now there's just kind of this thirst that to have the quarter to, to like designate a quarterback as being that guy during a season. And, um, you know, and Rattler just got that designation of being that guy, but he wasn't worthy of it. He didn't, you know, he hadn't really played like that guy. And this year he struggled. And now he is backing up Caleb Williams. I don't think he's eligible to go to the draft. I don't think he should go to the draft. I don't see, I mean, like he's going to be a fourth, fifth, sixth round pick. Like I don't see anything he could do in combine to make you forget that he got benched for being ineffective. So what do you do if you're Spencer Rattler? I think you finished the season in Oklahoma, obviously, because anything can happen. Kid could get hurt. You have to jump back in. Like, there's no reason to do anything now. But after the Big 12 championship game, if you're, if you're advising Spencer Rattler, what is the first thing you tell him to do? Find a new school. That's the first thing I do because he's not winning his job. Second of all, I mean, as long as Lincoln Riley's at Oklahoma, he's going to continue to bring in quarterbacks year in and year out. He already has a top quarterback for 2023 committed. I think the kid's the number one quarterback in the country, you know, five-star. So it, the talent level and what he brings in is going to continue to come in this kid got beat out by Caleb Williams. Caleb's their guy moving forward for the next two years. Uh, and that's just reality. And and Spencer, listen, I watched Spencer last year. He got benched. He played real well, I think, in the Florida game, in the bowl game. So you start to think he's turning the corner. But this is the second time he's been benched under Lincoln Riley. And listen, even Lincoln Riley, as good as he is, he's a great coach as far as developing quarterbacks. And he's had a lot of success. You are going to miss at some point. Like you're not every guy is going to go. And Spencer could still be a very good quarterback in college, but you can tell there's parts of the game. I don't know if he doesn't process stuff quickly because in Lincoln's offense, you got to get rid of the ball quickly. 
That's the one thing. He puts a lot of guys in motion and space. And if you don't hit those guys when they're open, he's expecting you to do that. You're not doing your job. Spencer struggles at playing in that offense. Now he may go to another offense and do very well or another scheme. Um, You know, they talked about how the old line at Oklahoma wasn't that good um, a couple weeks ago. Well, it looked pretty good for the uh, Kayla Williams when they played Texas and uh, when he got in there and last week he did the whole line didn't look like they struggled. It's because Caleb's quicker decision maker and he sees things and processes things quicker. This kid just may need to go to another scheme, another offense, another, I, I think he can still play at a high level in college, but he's not an elite quarterback. And that's what Lincoln's had. He's had a lot of elite guys. This guy's a step down. And their offense has their offense got bogged down with him. Like Lincoln's offense is a 40, 50 point a game offense. This kid was struggling to get to like 30. So it just shows you he's gonna find a school next year. He'll find another home. Going to the draft is not like honestly, this kid's not gonna get drafted. Forget it around six or seven. I you you if you're a good quarterback, you get drafted. Um, you notice the top quarterbacks go early in the draft round one, some slip to two, but then all of a sudden, most of the guys slip to the next level guys slip to day three, uh, round four, most other quarterbacks don't get drafted. You, they, you either get drafted one or two or round four, maybe early five, or you don't get drafted at all. This kid's not going to get drafted. He'll go undrafted. He needs a year of just putting up great numbers looking comfortable and performing at a higher level than he has, or he's not going to get drafted at all. But Spencer has a decision to make. I don't think it's very difficult. He could wait. At, like you said, uh, Caleb could still get hurt. They could need him. This kid could still help them win a championship. Um, if they go undefeated and make the playoffs, he should stick it out. But Spencer will be in the transfer portal uh, once December, January rolls around. Now, he's from Phoenix, Arizona. He went to high school in, I think, it's Pinnacle out there in Phoenix, Arizona. Are you so, trying to tell me something? Well, a couple things. A couple things. First of all, there's a few, <laughs> few different options here. I mean, Arizona is probably the worst team in Power 5. <laughs> He'd have no issues playing. I mean, Jed Fish, we think, he was a decent offensive coordinator, wasn't he? Listen, Jed Fish has been – very He's well coach NFL guys, right? He, I know this. Spencer Rattler's better than their quarterback got hurt last week, and the backup came in. And honestly, this kid's he would start right now without even knowing the playbook. Like he could go to Arizona <laughs> next week on a short week. They could give him <laughs> 10 plays, and it will be better than anything Arizona's rolling out there. Trust me. It ain't Jed Fish has a has a talent problem, not a freaking coaching problem. <laughs> not a coaching problem. Yeah. Um, our buddy, looking at 2022, our hey Chip Kelly at UCLA, he might need a quarterback. Think there's a that that could be an interesting fit. Yeah, I mean, hey, listen, it's another offense where you got to get rid of the ball quickly. Though. Yeah, Chip Chip relies on that quick release thing. You gotta you you notice even with their quarterback, he gets he there's Chip wants everything to go fast and quickly thinking and and their offense he's not one of these guys that lets his offense get bogged down i mean 
I already think we already know where this kid should go. All right. I think it's um, a little bit in the Southeast of the country. Um, it's at a place where they have two quarterbacks that really they have none right now. Uh, no, and I, I mean, now, now, before you think we're just out there, out there spitting in the wind, Kenny Dillingham, the offensive coordinator at Florida State, is a Arizona guy. I mean, he don't recruit nothing but Arizona. Like, I don't even think he knows. I don't even know that players exist west, like east of Arizona. Like, so I'm sure he has a relationship with this kid in some fashion. And the FSU quarterback spot, like, like it's like like it's been said, their incoming recruit AJ Duffy is half of what they think he'll be. He will start for them next year, given their current situation. So it's an open spot there at Florida State. It's a program that is really in, still in desperate need of a shot in the arm somewhere. And clearly, Florida State's not afraid to take transfers. They've taken about 50 since Mike Norvell got there a year ago. Well, So I, the, I do think – The thing is, and you brought up Duffy, and I, I, I try to make the comparison. How, Like who can you compare A.J. Duffy to in college football? And say he's probably a little taller than Sam Howell, uh, but kind of similar build, maybe a little bit better build. Um, Sam Howell had a great freshman year. They went six and six. Like Mike Norvell can't go six and six next year. Like they need to get to eight wins, in my opinion. Like next year has to be seven needs to be floor. Eight needs to be really the the goal. And the way they're playing now, Corey, the way they're playing now, this team could get to eight wins next year if they continue to rise like they are. But th for them to get to that, they need an established quarterback. It's nothing against A.J. Duffy. You know I think very highly of him. I think he's one of the top quarterbacks in the country this year. I think he's but a not, top. Not every true freshman should be starting. Yeah, it's, 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 a, it's a lot to ask a guy to come in and resurrect a program that's been down. I think you need an established quarterback that has played in big games, that's been rattled, that understands uh, uh, what it's like to have good moments and bad moments. Like, they don't need to sit there and, and destroy a, a freshman quarterback that has a hell of a future. Let this guy have one good year, uh, Rattler. You bring him in. He becomes a quarterback at Florida State. And it gives Duffy a chance. Now he he could get a lot of playing time. You know, maybe they could get some, you know, blowouts and some bad games where he could get in and get some playing time. You could also design, I mean, they've already proven they could design um, an offense to have different uh, packages for two quarterbacks. But Florida State needs to move on from the two guys they have now. It's like, all right, we've seen it, we've done it. It ain't going to get any better. And they're not going to get better next year with a freshman quarterback. It's it's a, too much to ask. Six and six would be the ceiling, I believe. And I don't think that this program can have anything worse than seven wins next year. Like, they got to get to seven, eight wins next year. And the only way they're going to do that is with an established quarterback. Yeah. Yeah. That, and I do think there's a fit there. Like I said, once I saw he's from Arizona – Kenny Dillingham, Arizona high school, you know, he's an Arizona high school dev devotee. 
I, I do think that there's some. I do think that there they could be speaking the same language, and it's a fresh start in a spot where he would not have any pressure. Like I don't no see pressure. no pressure at all. Yeah, there's no one that's going to be challenging him for the quarterback spot on the FSU roster. My other thought was also North Carolina. You know where they're going to lose Sam Howell the draft. I actually think he's going to still be a pretty high draft pick. And they might not have, they might want an immediate fix, uh, you know, depending. And I'm not sure their quarterback room. Uh, so I would look at that as also a possibility. And I mean, other schools will emerge. But think about that, FSU fans. Not only will you be facing your former head coach, Jimbo Fisher, at LSU in 2022, but you'll have Spencer Rattler. As you're starting quarterback, when you do it, listen. I, they need a quarterback. Hey, I mean, you know what? No one can tell me it's that far fetched. No one can tell me it's out of it's out of the question that that might not happen. Nah, listen, we usually think it before everybody else does. I mean, uh, we predicted a lot of stuff, and I'll take we credit. We predicted the Milton thing. We yeah. were on top of the McKenzie Milton yeah. thing before anybody Months else. Before it ever even Months. started to be a thing. Before it was ever even thought. I mean, I had one. I had one person tell me there is no way it's going to happen. I said, "All right." I go. I don't. I think. He, I think it's a very good possibility it happens. It makes sense, you know. So, like, yeah. it's the transfer portal for quarterbacks is a puzzle that's a lot easier to find piece to put together than it is for any other position, really. Well, like, you go. You this, go look, Corey. Let's be honest. Alabama don't need a quarterback. Georgia yeah. don't need a quarterback. Oklahoma doesn't need a quarterback. University of Florida doesn't need a quarterback. You look around, um, even in the Big Ten, Ohio State and Michigan don't need. So he's going to have to pick a second-tier school, one of the ones yeah. that is either right on the fringe of being a top 10 to 15 program, or he's going to have to go to a school that needs a quarterback to win ball games. And, yeah. like, we've talked about it. He's a hero if he gets FSU to seven or eight wins. Like, he has no seven or eight for this kid, and he has no pressure. Like, he's at a school right now that they're expecting he's being a booed. He's, he's getting being booed, booed right and they're undefeated. <laughs> yeah. Like, like we have a quarterback that has one leg that doesn't work, and we have another kid that can't – he doesn't practice 90% of the time. So, like, this kid will be – honestly, they may throw a parade for him. Yeah, it, it may seem like LeBron going to South Beach. Honestly, this guy <laughs> may get like flowers thrown at him <laughs> coming to Florida State. Like that, it just—I mean, it'd be a great situation, I think, for him. So, I'm—I'm I'm inclined to agree. So, I'm just—but I just think about that. Imagine that. Who would have thought when we started the 2021 season that within a year? The possibility of Spencer Rattler leading FSU on the field against Jimbo Fisher's LSU Tigers would even be a possibility. Yeah, who would have thought? Wait a second, Corey. (laughs) Of all three schools in the state, Florida State fans are actually the happiest with their head coach right now and don't want to fire. Oh, I know. So, like, like Florida Florida fans want to run him out of there. Miami fans have already packed Manny's bags. I mean, like, nor like. Hey, listen, we've always said like Florida State's actually of the three schools, probably the best job to have because you have the least amount of pressure. And this proves it like literally 
Like there's, Mike Norvell is two and he's won five games in two years yeah. and is about to win his sixth this past week. And you can't tell FSU fans nothing. Yeah. Like go on Twitter right now and tell FSU fans they're not they're not headed to the playoff this year. Yeah. They're gonna curse you out. Like, FSU fans are on another level of just man, we might not ever lose again. You know, like, what's, so, you know like, what's so sad is the ACC so bad that they could have they could have actually headed playoff talk. If yeah, they had you just think beaten, about it. Like you like sneak a, out, you beat Notre Dame, you beat Jacksonville State, you play a better second half, you play a better first half against Louisville. You five and one right now. Like, like literally. Like, like, especially the way like Clemson and the rest of this conference is yeah. playing. Like you five and one right now and thinking ten wins. You're thinking New Year's six. So Dude, like Clemson's fans want to fire everybody on their staff. Like honestly, Norvell's in a good spot. He's actually in Norvell, a really good spot. Norvell's in a really good spot. And you know, he'll be as long as they do what they're supposed to do, is against UMass, he'll be in a better Dude, spot. They so. listen, they lose to UMass. All right. I ain't coming on to do another podcast. <laughs> About that. Right. About that. That's about a, that. All right. That's it. The they don't, cast, they don't, they the don't, future of the fish cast depends on this week's game. <laughs> they don't deserve me talking about it if they lose a UMass. All right. Like, yeah. like uh, I slept through the second half of Jacksonville State. I it's <laughs> I, uh, yeah. I am not gonna watch them lose a UMass. So no, I, I don't see that happening. Oh. Another great fish cast. No doubt. In the, in the books. Uh, our producer is Justin Otto, who will be filming a terrible high school football game today. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're part of the FNF Coaches Network. And thanks to Nicole, Josh, Craig, and all the crew over there. FNFcoaches.com is that website. You can find a fish cast on Twitter at the fish podcast. Um because of our alliances, you can find this podcast pretty much anywhere. Google, Spotify, Apple, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, about five other places I never heard of. We are big in Bangladesh right now. I was checking out our numbers. Bangladesh people love the fish cast. So they props like the out curry to you. chicken. <laughs> props <laughs> out to you in Bangladesh. Yeah. Uh, for Charles Fish buying, this is Corey Long wishing you a wonderful week, and we'll get back to you soon. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs>